Welcome to KC Corner, episode 75. Do you have Olympic fever? 70, I do. You know, it's <laughs> kind of, the sad thing about the Olympics to me, there's no one there. Yes. So you, you know, what Japan has put into this, they waited a year and then mm-hmm. everything's empty. It's like, oh my goodness. Oh but, yeah, yeah. It looks like it's still taking place in 2020, even uh, though it's 2021. Well, you know, do they call it Olympic fever? It does. And everything says 2020, which is weird, you know? It's it is very weird. It's we don't want to relive weird. that. We want to get past that. And I kind of <laughs> got stuck with you talking about Olympic fever and COVID. Is, mm-hmm. is there a relationship with that? I mean, <laughs> there has to be. Maybe they can't call it Olympics Olympic Olympics have fever. to have COVID. It's exactly. Maybe you can't have Olympic fever. It's got to be something else, but... But uh, anyway, and you know, it always surprises me like what sports get in, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like they change, you know, yep. different years. Yep. And that seems golf weird is to me. in there now, and yeah. softball, and they're adding in a bunch of surfing. I guess surfing, was new this I didn't year. Know. Yeah, so I was watching surfing, and uh, and then there's like uh, skateboarding, like street mm-hmm. skateboarding stuff, and like X Games stuff, like X Games <laughs> combined stuff, and like that. So. But it's been really enjoyable to watch. Yeah. What I don't get about surfing is how are they going to do it if it's hosted somewhere not by the coast? Oh, yeah. It can't be. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, is that just like when it's a city around the coast? I do don't they, know. I don't know. It's a good question. Or do they just like bring in one of those big tidal yeah, pools, yeah. you know, you know, mm-hmm. just like, uh, it's like you have at the old water parks, you know? Oh, my gosh. That'd be hilarious. Um but, you know, also you think about these athletes. You think about the fact that they're so obscure. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a lot of athletes like Tom Brady, everybody knows who they are, who they, you know, and love them or hate them or whatever. But the Olympic athletes, they just go away for four years. And there's mm-hmm. a few like Simone uh, Biles that you're going to know. And a lot of them you don't know, you know. So, and a lot of the sports like swimming, Brooksy, I mean, that is so arduous. I mean, all you're doing is chasing that black line. You mm-hmm. are just working out. I mean, it's so hard. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're in the spotlight, you yeah. know? And so, uh, and with that spotlight, you see people like Simone that, golly, I mean, she is the GOAT. She's absolutely amazing and tough to watch her struggle. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it's different too for the Olympic athletes because they're not on like a regular team really. It's all about themselves and then their team is kind of the USA. So whenever they compete every four years, it feels like whole nation is watching them and cheering them on and everything. And that's kind of their shot to make a name for themselves where Tom Brady has 20 years year after year to do it. Exactly, especially with a name for yourself. But you know, the interesting team aspect, uh, I was watching even the gymnasts like when the Russians beat us um, Russian the, Olympic Committee. The Russian Olympic <laughs> Committee, exactly. Whatever that is. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. But the uh, you know the hugs, it looked like genuine between mm-hmm. the competing athletes, and I would imagine they have a lot in common. You know, their their life has probably been they've been literally gym rats their whole life. Yep. You know, and uh, they didn't have the typical life. I would imagine there's a lot of camaraderie. Like, hey, I respect you. I, I'm sure they want to win, and they, but. I don't know. It's it's a whole different thing, and it's really enjoyable to watch. Yeah, last night they had an interview with three the other three gymnasts on the team, and they were excited. They're like, we didn't like just get silver; like we earned silver. You know, yeah. two of them had to step up and do some extra events that they weren't planning on, and right. you know they showed out and got silver themselves, even without their best player, what best team member, I guess, in gymnastics. It was like Kirk Gibson coming out of the dugout. To exactly. Take a pinch exactly. Hit, you know, yes. Hobble around there. So yeah, that was that was that's pretty amazing. So the Olympics are great. And I'll, I'll add one more thing, and it makes sense. I got an ESPN alert last night 
that the title was Katie Ledecky has worst run ever fails to medal in 200 meter freestyle. I'm just like, geez, the like oh, the the horrible wording on that. Yeah. And then an hour later, she gets gold in the 1500 yeah, freestyle. Yeah, yeah, it's like, geez, and, and she's unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. So yeah, all the pressure imagine? that the networks put on them. It's terrible. I mean, I'm glad they're not critiquing my sermons. Jeff Jakes has the worst <laughs> sermon ever. Stumbles over a lot of words. You fifteen know. ums. Uh, yeah, fifteen ums. Uh, he he went 40 minutes this week, which I heard I did go 40 minutes this week. So uh, uh, anyway, and hey, we got to give a quick shout out Tyler Johnson, uh, one of our favorite bolts. Uh, TJ has been traded. Yes, looks like we got some cap space that we need now. Mm-hmm. Sadly, but. Yep. Our, our beloved Bolts, uh, you know, they don't have good road. No more Yanni Gord. No more TJ. They're so. taking our guys away, getting us under the cap. It's just, <laughs> yeah, which is uh, tough to see. It's like, as I think I said to somebody, it's like watching a, uh, a family car accident in slow motion. It's like, no. <laughs> I don't like it. But anyway. Very dramatic. All right. Can we talk about, like, other things now? Should yeah, we, we can. We, we transition? Let, let's turn off the AC, though, first. Okay. Um, all right. So. Brooksy, you know, uh, let's jump into what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting as I thought about what I meant to say coming up to this wonderful KC corner. Um, it's a lot of times it's tempting for a pastor. You want to do what I want it to say. Mm-hmm. You know, what do I want this text to say? And um, if you are preaching and you you go at something of what I wanted to say. You're you're off the beam to start. I mean, little Olympic thing. Mm-hmm. Olympic yes, Olympic. I like that. I like so, to keep it on topic. Uh, you really are. You're on uneven bars right away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me just keep going because the reality is our job as a preacher is to dig deep and to say, you know, what does this say? What does this say in the context of the big story of the Bible story? What does this say in the context of the, the, the audience that was originally written to. And what does it say to us? I mean, that's good hermeneutics. We've talked about that in the sermon. I think we've talked about it here uh, on KC Corner as well. And, you know, and to find what does this mean for, for King's Chapel, uh, we know that God's word is always going to be um, uh, true. You know, it's a living, uh, holy, inerrant, infallible big words which means it's without error it won't lead us astray um yet you know it's been translated and so you really got to dig and i think last week's sermon when we talked about the deacons i probably did some the deepest dive that i've done in a while and and i love it by the way and uh, there was even a spot where i was preaching and i I believe i thank the congregation for letting me be a pastor because there's a there's a privilege of digging in Mm -hmm. and you know um I, I love it. Someone says, if you don't, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I, I love what I do. So, um, but the point is, you know, when you talk about deacons, it seems to be it's only black and white. Okay, here's another office uh, that the church is uh, given um, here in the manual of First Timothy of how the household of God should be properly run. Hey, we need to have these servants, these these diakonos, we, these uh, um, these leaders that can help really with sympathy and service is their mm-hmm. ministry. And, and yet I love the fact that scripture is going to say, but they got to, they got to know stuff, you know, they got to hold on to the mystery of the faith. And even that mystery of the faith, I got so excited about, let me dive deep into that. What is the mystery of faith? And um, cause those are sometimes the Bible throws out things that could go right over your head. But when you stop it and you examine them, they look awesome. But verse 11 is really where a lot, verse 11 was a whole, um, shooting match as far as contentiousness goes because mm-hmm. 
the way that you interpret verse 11 will determine do you have deaconesses or not and it's very interesting in the in the original greek of how that compares to how the english translations translate that greek so the word for wives which also could be women um, is translated by some their wives and it's like okay are we talking about deacons wives or elders wives but translated by others as women and mm -hmm. so and there's a big pivot of what those two mean. You, are you talking about the deacon's wives? Are you talking about a broader category of women? And then I, I talked about the word likewise and how, you know, you, we had talked about elders and all of a sudden likewise, here's deacons. And then the same Greek structure, the same word that kind of indicates, hey, a flag over here, there's something new. And uh, there's something new with, uh, and, and I, I like it better because it doesn't say, there's no article, it doesn't say their women. It either says wives or it says women. It doesn't mm -hmm. say their women. It, mm -hmm. there, it doesn't give that clarification. So, um, and you know, I was in a tradition that never had deaconesses. Um, but you can't argue that no matter where you fall, and I don't think many uh, Orthodox churches would argue, it could argue with this, that clearly women need to be really involved when it comes to mercy ministry. I mean, um, being a, a woman in God's image, uh, there's so much gifting, there's so much strength that are needed for the ministry of, of, of sympathy and service. And mm -hmm. so, so with that said and done, you know, where King's Chapel is going to land is that we believe that we should have uh, male pastors and, and elders and we should have male deacons and female deaconesses. And uh, that's a big deal. And that's a, a that's going to be awesome. And I really look forward to that. And also, although it's not in the text here, really see that the wisdom of having a women's council, a KCWC, a King's mm -hmm. Chapel Women's Council to advise. So what I meant to say last week was was really making sure that I wasn't saying what I wanted to say and, you know, or what I wanted the text to say, but mm -hmm. what does the text say? And with that Brooks, there's fear and trembling, you know, mm -hmm. that, that prayer of like, okay, Lord, what is of you may it stick and what it's not may it fall. And, mm -hmm. um, certainly meant that as well. Yeah. You've had three straight sermons kind of diving into the deep end, talking uh, about women's roles in the church yeah, and different world. roles in the church. Mm -hmm. But that's the fun stuff of it's kind of the church history, kind of going back to the beginning of your sermon, like the origin of the deacon's role. Yeah. It came because the church was growing. And so more people started coming. And so more needs started coming and yeah. they needed more people to help out with all those needs and help with church things, setting up back then, helping with prayer and everything like that. Well, you think about baseball as much as we love baseball, and you, I know you've coached baseball, but if you have everybody show up that's a, a pitcher or a catcher or a first baseman, you don't have a team. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to have, you know, infielders, outfielders, you have to have pitchers, catchers, you have to have people that are hitters. I mean, you have to have different gifting. And, mm -hmm. you know, for, as, as Paul will tell Timothy, inspired by the Holy Spirit, for the household of God, uh, for the church of the living God to really flourish. Mm -hmm. um, we need to have different giftings, you know, and uh, thank God for the giftings. And I, I love what I see at King's Chapel. We can see it. We can see it emerge of, you know, there's so many men and women there who are servants, who are jumping in already. I mean, when you, a church plant needs that. Every church needs that. But when you have to set up every week to get ready to go and you mm -hmm. got to put things out and, and, and get the place transformed from a, Korean Seventh-day Adventist Church on Saturday <laughs> to King's Chapel on Sunday. Um, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, you know, I got to be ready to go and pitch, so to speak. I got to be ready to go preach and, you know, to have to have the team there. And a quick shout out, Brooks, to you and 
to JP and for Caleb and, and my man, Chris Chapman, to see you guys in the sound booth is such a joy. And, and to have my own boys, is such a uh, intricate part of what we do on Sunday. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. It's just awesome. Thank you so we much. Had some, we were working on some fun stuff after the service. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Let, hey, let's hold <laughs> we'll on t- to We'll that. talk about yeah, yeah. that at let's the end. Let's hold on to that. That's awesome. <laughs> But the the deep kind of dives and into church history and everything, that's the fun part about it too. It's not just, you know, okay, I'm gonna read three chapters, get something out of it. Like sometimes you do have to do some digging, like you said, who the original audience was, some different translations and go to some different books and people like you to get some more background and context. <laughs> well, you know, everybody wants to be connected to a story and everybody wants to be connected to a story that's kind of bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have. And and being made in God's image, we were wired to be connected to, to God and to his story, uh, history. And you know, the, the Bible gives us our context. It gives us our story. And uh, it's the good, the bad, the ugly. It really is. But, uh, but yeah, and it, it is fun digging and, and learning and growing. And even one of the things I brought up is, hey, the early church was starting to really flourish and really grow, but so were their problems. Mm-hmm. And, and and their problems fell along the lines of race a little bit, you know, with the Hellenistic uh, widows, uh, um, the Hellenist widows versus the Jewish widows and who was getting food first, you know, I mean, golly, you could put that right into our context. Is, mm-hmm. is it, you know, what, what, what lives matter? You know, what, what, what widows matter? Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, well, they all do. And, and so uh, how do we take care of our widows? You know, so anyway. Yeah. And, ta- and talking about the Bible story, uh, Jack Ryman, who was a friend of mine from high school, yeah, I know Jack. he he, uh, he came uh, to be or be with Christ or not be with Christ, become a Christian yeah. um, later in his life, kind of as he came to Orangewood. Right. And he talked about when he started first reading the Bible, he's like, this is just the sickest story ever. Not only is yeah. it like Jesus's life and everything, but just reading the stories, like you can't even make them up. Oh no, they're, they're so insane. Good. And so that's how he described it. And he was 18 at the time. Oh, so those, really cool. that was his vocabulary. What a great shout out. The Bible is the sickest story. It's the sickest story. <laughs> it really is the sickest story. And Jesus is the, the incredible, I can't say sickest savior, but he is, he is so cool. Yes. Like, he's so cool, which is awesome. So what do you have coming this week? Uh, this week, we were going to turn the corner. We kind of talked about the leaders and now it's going to kind of, flesh out and it's really deals with godliness Uh, the next couple of weeks the focus is going to be godliness and we're going to start off with a problem of thinking that we could be godly by what we avoid um now there's truth to that but you know hey should we not get married and should we not do some certain things that god's asked us to do um because we want to be right with god and i think uh it's going to be it'd be be interesting i got a lot a long way to go before sunday but it seems like there was this mindset that there were certain things to avoid to really be godly. And it made it very man-centered. It made it very much about our performance, not about our godliness comes from God's grace through faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. And we actually have the, 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 the righteousness of, of, of Christ. And so it's going to start, the next couple of weeks are really going to be, and then the following week is this pursuit of godliness, you know, uh, how do we pursue it? So mm-hmm. that's going to be this week. Um, and, and honestly, uh, real excited, but but I, I got a I got a lot of digging to go, you know. So <laughs> sounds uh, like another dive into the deep end. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's not gonna be as controversial, but it's uh, but but looking forward to it. So we allude to it, the KC updates. Yeah, you know, and listen, the one that we kind of teased on already, but it was so awesome. After church on Sunday, we had our our first ever gathering of our entire uh, King's Chapel worship team. I mm-hmm. guess I say everybody because. Drew Goen, our acoustic guitarist, wasn't able to make it, but it was phenomenal to see, um, 
you know, a, a bass player at Jackson F8 and a drummer in Wayne Sanford and, and uh, certainly having PJ Goins, who sang beautifully on Sunday. Um, and who am I forgetting? Obviously, Scott was up there. So that was it. Yeah. That was it. Okay. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, just so folks know, especially those of you who have had the opportunity to worship with us, we love, 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 love our relationship with our Orlando Korean Seventh-day Adventist friends. And we love, love, love our place. But it's difficult because every time, as you know better than anyone, every time you step back into that sound booth, it's like, okay, what did they leave us? Mm-hmm. And, and how do we make the puzzle fit so that we could put sound in our sanctuary and stream it and we can do it with a bunch of volunteers you know we don't have any uh, sound engineers we don't have anybody who's you know been trained by uh full sale or anything like that you know we're just back there knuckleheads trying to figure it out but to see the band and i love watching scott's leadership and his energy and um and what we got to do, just so you know out there, you know, we have to buy some equipment so we can plug into their equipment and in a way that that the, each musician can hear each other and hear mm-hmm. what they're doing. And there's, uh, it's not easy. Yeah, but. there's going to be some extra chords going towards the stage, so be careful. There might be some trip hazards yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 we'll try and keep it out of the way. The truth. <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, I believe August 8th is the day that we're planning on doing the first service with the full band. Full band, August 8th. The yep. band's back in town. The band's back in town. That'll be great. And I don't know. I think we might have a little bit more than just Scott this week, but it just feels like in so many ways, Brooks, um, King's Chapel is moving into the next chapter mm-hmm. as, as we are heading into about our third year of existence here soon. You know, um, you know, we're, we're just a couple months away from our two year anniversary. How amazing is that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the fact that it seems like we're getting more guests from our community, which I just love, love, love. And that's answered prayer. And boy, I hope there's more coming and mm-hmm. uh, um, which I, which I love. And there's, there's a lot of exciting things happening. So we, we've been having our 30-somethings gather, um, and we have one more. We have a luau this Friday. We're going to order from Jimmy Hula's. It's mm-hmm. good. We're going to cater from there. But that'll be a lot of fun, and that's been great. And we look at fe- uh, what's coming up in August. I think I almost said February. <laughs> you know, oh, my goodness. Six months off. Yeah, yeah. You just, just missed it by a just missed it. Um, is that there's a couple of really big things coming up in August. We have... Uh, one is our back to school bash that we're really trying to win uh, our neighborhood and get everybody to come and, and uh, a great gathering. Uh, that's going to be on the 15th. Is it the 15th? Yeah, 15th. Okay. Um, I was make sure I had the right day. I knew it was that, that 15th, 16th. It's the 15th. Uh, we also, um, as you mentioned, we got the whole band on the 8th. We have communion on the 1st. This went backwards. But we're going to do a couple other things called supper clubs. Um, we're going to try to get the whole congregation together for dinners. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do something called 30 Below. Uh, 30 Below will be our, our 30s, 20s, and below uh, are going to be invited. And we're going to have that at the Talby's house mm-hmm. at the end of the month. I think it's the 27th. Uh, we're going to do that. But we're also going to do the North of 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I love names. You know, <laughs> hanging around. We're being and, really creative. Hey, I love it, you know. So how do we say uh, the, the 20s and 30s? Well, how about, how about uh, 30 below? There you and, go. You know, and so how do you say 40 and above? Well, you know, how about North of 40, you know? And so... Uh, um, so we're going to have the North of 40 is going to be at the Myers uh, home over in Spring Valley. And, I, and let me just tell you, just so everybody knows, why am I doing this? Why are we doing this? Well, we want to get people together because we're made for community. We want to kind of build some enthusiasm, excitement, connection. We are this, this blessed family of King's Chapel. But also come September, we're going to be launching our back into our small groups, our KC groups. Mm-hmm. And really want people to feel connected and get plugged in. So 
that's going to be coming up. Uh, a couple of those supper clubs, uh, some other some other things that are happening. It's just a uh, it's an exciting time. You know, the summer's so winding down, so we got to get back in the fall swing of things. And, and you know, today it is, and we with summer winding down and getting back in the fall, um, we are taking all the supplies that we had from uh, um, that we had the privilege of giving to the foster system, foster care system, and uh, we'll be giving an incredible amount of supplies because of the generosity of King's Chapel, which is great. We're doing great. We're doing great. Doing good. <laughs> and hey, I know that we got a big chapter uh, in uh, in the book that we're gonna decided that we had a lot to chat about today that we're going to punt till next week, maybe because I'm not ready as well. But, uh, <laughs> chapter uh, 8. Chapter, chapter eight. 8, Reason for God. Cl- clues for God? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. So, so Reason for God is the book, Clues for God. So for those of you who are waiting with bated breath uh, for uh, us to talk about that you got one more week. Dig in, get your highlighters out. For those of you who don't have it, go get your book. Mm-hmm. And uh, teacher forgot the assigned homework. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just don't be that kid who raised your hand. Didn't we have homework assigned? <laughs> so anyway, that's all I got. All See I you guys Sunday. Too. Hey, go USA. Go USA. Go Always. Tampa Bay. Go Bolts. Yeah.